Hi, welcome to More Than Two Cents. This is a podcast I created so that I can share about stuff that I'm passionate about or things that I'm really curious of. My name is Sabrina. I am your host and join me every Sunday as I ramble about these things that have been living in my head rent-free. Follow us here on Spotify so you get notified whenever there's a new episode. And we are also on Instagram at MTTC Podcast. You can talk to us about your suggestions, comments, and feedback. It's going to be a weekly jam. See you! Hello everyone and welcome to the pilot episode of More Than Two Cents. Wow, to be honest guys, I can't believe we're here finally putting this out. You know, More Than Two Cents is a passion project and I've been really thinking about this since December of last year. Um, It took me a while to decide what type of content I will put here, but... If I'm going to nitpick and overthink every little detail, I will not be able to release anything. That is something that I've heard from one of the um, vloggers or YouTubers that I look up to. She's Megan Batoon. I would really recommend you to follow her and watch her videos. She also has a podcast here. It's um, entitled Just a Tip with Megan Batoon. I've been a big fan since around 2015, if I can remember it correctly. Um, yeah, so she's, she's been one of the people who have been my inspirations in creating this podcast. Um, so yeah, uh, here we are. Welcome to the pilot episode. Well, before we jump into the actual topic of uh, this pilot, I will quickly introduce myself. My name is Sabrina. I am 31 years old from the Philippines. I have a full-time job and I'm working from home. And one day, I decided to create a podcast. You know, I've been looking for a place where I can channel this energy. And I guess this is it. This podcast can be a hodgepodge of a lot of things. But I hope you can all stay tuned with me every Sunday. I hope you either find this entertaining or you'll be able to take away something out of each episode. So on to the real topic of today's episode. You know... That is another thing that also took a while for me to decide. But because this is the pilot, I imagined it like we're two strangers meeting for the first time. You know, what is something that I would probably share with you to make a connection? And for that, I decided to share my passion for a musical artist that I have been admiring for too long. And that is Taylor Swift. I bet my friends who are listening right now would go like, I knew it. I knew it. It's going to be a Taylor Swift episode. Because they they know that the first topic that I would always want to talk about is Taylor Swift. You know, over the years, she had this image of being someone who is a tourist and dating men. And then would write songs about them as if she planned it all along. But we all know that is not true. I mean, sure, there are songs that have been written. But it is not something that she did on purpose. And, you know, Taylor is more than that. Um, It is just unfortunate that this is the only thing, probably one of the major things that people remember about her. But she has matured in a lot of ways and has proven to be a woman of her own. 
and that's what I would like to focus on today's episode. I wanted to talk about her music and how it inspires me, how it, how it impacts me. I'm not a musician, I'm not a songwriter, but I'm just, you know, a, a passionate fan. I can't actually remember the first time that I realized that I'm a fan of Taylor Swift, but it was in 2017 when when there was a conscious effort to learn about her songs and read news about her. It was the release of the album Reputation that triggered me to know more about her. And I guess this is because the album was full of revenge and pain, in my opinion, you know, the aesthetics of the album, the black outfits, the snakes, the explosions, it all speaks about a very difficult part of her life. So because of this, I became really curious of what was happening with her and what led her to create this album. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, I'm going to tell you what's currently my favorite album and my all-time favorite song of Taylor Swift. We'll be right back in a few minutes. All right, welcome back. So earlier I was telling you about, you know, my passion for Taylor Swift and that it was um, it, the, the conscious and it, it, it likely began in 2017 now I'm going to share with you what is currently my favorite album of uh, Taylor Swift. It's, it's actually really hard, you know, determining the best album for me and, you know, the best song for me. But I guess I would say it has to be Lover um, that was released in 2019. I was really happy when she actually released this album. For all the Swifties out there, I know that we are all aware that this album is highly associated with her relationship with Joe Alwyn. There were even rumors that they secretly got married because of all the love songs and happy songs in that album. Lover was on repeat for a year because I just couldn't get enough of it. The first song that caught my attention was Cruel Summer. It, it's really a hard song to, to understand. To be honest, it's, it's, it's really poetic, but for me, what caught my attention is how the song made me feel. It kind of transported me to a certain place. You know, imagine field of tall grasses. It's summertime, but, the, but it's also windy. And then, you know, you're just feeling the song playing in the background. And, you know, after a while, you're going to see your friends and have a picnic in that place. I am not sure as well why, but that is what I imagine whenever I hear, you know, whenever I hear the song playing in my phone. It also came to a point that Lover became my sleeping pill, not in a negative way, but because it calms my mind. You know, it's really hard to sleep when you have a lot of things to think about and you overthink every little thing that you think about. Um... So for a time, what I would do is, you know, play the entire album on repeat for about an hour on Spotify until I fall asleep. And it worked. It really worked for me for, you know, a few months. Not, 
probably even almost a year, I would choose the first song randomly and then just play it from there. And then, you know, there in Spotify, there is a sleep timer. Um, so I put it in one hour. And then automatically, once the one hour hit, this, you know, the songs will stop. And luckily, I am already asleep by that time. So I really enjoyed every song in this album. And I can say that um, it has a good mix of, you know, upbeat songs and also slow music and really lovely lyrics. It's, it's really a good variation of songs for me. Again, I'm not a musician. I'm not a songwriter. I'm just a fan that have been, you know, looking at Taylor Swift over the years. Um, I would like to share an example of how Taylor Swift writes about a certain topic in different angles. Well, in this album, I would say that, you know, Cornelia Street, London Boy, and Paper Rings. These three songs talk about a love story. It's, it's about love in general. But the way she wrote these songs were from different stages of a relationship. So, for example, um, Cornelia Street was about the time that she, first, that she first met and got together with this man, and allegedly it was Joe Alvin. Um, according to Stories Online, she rented an apartment in a street named Cornelia, Cornelia Street, which is, as what they say, it's, it's in New York, while her main house is being renovated. So it looks like on that specific apartment, they have created a lot of memories that she talked about in the song. And that if ever they will not make it through, that she wouldn't be able to, you know, get over the pain of losing that man. And she wouldn't be able to go back to that specific place because she knows that there's a lot of memories with that man on that apartment. And that is something that we can definitely relate to, right? Especially, yeah, when we talk about relationships, you know, you're, you're in love, you're together one day, and then suddenly you break up. You wouldn't be able to, like, do the same things that you did with that person because it will bring back a lot of memories and will cause you to not move on for a while. <laughs> I think I'm not the best example for this or this type of situation, but yeah. So that is how it was for Taylor Swift. She wrote there, and I hope I never lose you. I hope it never ends. I'd never walk Cornelia Street again. For those who haven't heard this song, I re really recommend you to, to listen to it. Um, unfortunately, we cannot you know, play this on the podcast, of course, because we might get a copyright strike. But yeah, you can just look it up in the album Lover. Okay, let's proceed with London Boy. London Boy is a song she wrote talking about the guy, which, again, we presume to be Joe Alwyn, because Joe Alwyn is an actor in England. And, you know, she, when she wrote this song, it was fun. It was upbeat. It talks about how she loved spending time with a person in England. You know, she met, she met his friends. She went to different places. Like, for example, she wrote there, I enjoy nights in Brixton, shortage in the afternoon. It's, it's uh, one of the, you know, I guess one of the places, a, a go-to place in England. The be I think the best lyric 
um, the best line on the song, I would say, is they say home is where the heart is, but that's not where mine lives. Is it, isn't it really cute? It really tells us that she's having a great time with her man on a different place, in a different country. And, you know, that's not her home, but she still loves it. The third song that I mentioned is Paper Rings. And uh, for me, it's more of a reassurance and a confession. You know, it's like you're telling the person that you love that you love them and you went through a lot of difficulties, but they would still marry you in the end. It's like, I don't need a grand party as long as, you know, we're getting married. That's how simple and straightforward it is. She wrote there, in the winter, in the icy outdoor pool, when you jumped in first, I went into, I'm with you, even if it makes me blue. So, I mean, that's absolutely love. It's, it's too cold and you know you're going to die, but you're going to say that you're okay. You'll be fine because you're with a person that you love. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Her songwriting and storytelling is really unexplainable. You know, she's so creative that can probably give her like a sentence, a simple sentence, and she can turn it into a song, a full three-minute song with no repeating lyrics, you know, and a very catchy melody. We're going to take our last break for today's episode, and when we come back, it's time to answer the most difficult question of all time. What is your favorite Taylor Swift song. We'll be back. Welcome back. All right. So whenever I am being asked of what my favorite Taylor Swift song is, it's really hard to answer right away because she has a lot of great songs, to be honest. Being in the industry for more than 10 years and, you know, you've written a lot of songs, you know, used a lot of words, talked about different feelings and emotions. It's really hard to pinpoint what would be the best song for me. But whenever I'm asked that question, I would still go back to one of her old songs that was released in the album Red. Until now, it's still going to be all too well. And I would always think if there's a song that I like more than all too well, but I don't know, there's something about this song that keeps me going back to it. This song was never released as a single. You know, for all those who were not aware of it, it was never released as a single out of the album Red. But because, uh, because this song was written so well, it gained popularity among her fans. And if you look through the internet for references of her all-time best songs, and I actually did this when I was writing the script, I was thinking maybe get a credible source or somebody who would agree that All Too Well is her best song so far. And, you know, I found two websites who actually put All Too Well at the top of the list. You know, Rolling Stones magazine, they ranked all of uh, Taylor's songs, which at the time of uh, publishing, was at a total of 173. And yeah, all too well ranked number one. That um, article was written in November 2020. Aside from that, NME.com also ranked all too well as number one. And uh, this one was published in their website back in September. So you see, the world definitely agrees. But let me tell you why I personally think 
that All Too Well is Taylor Swift's best song. I'm going to list down five reasons. And I'd like to begin with, um, I love it when she told the story from beginning to end, from the moment they started dating and until, you know, things fell apart and her getting devastated and, you know, started to trying to move on. You know, they say that this relationship happened only in three months, but it was so deep and intense. And Taylor, being a great songwriter, she was able to convert every little feeling into, you know, a phrase, a stanza, or a line on that song. Thus, you know, the five and a half minute all too well. Second is that I love how she describes each situation including, you know, the breeze, the wind, the air, the season, where that situation happened. Um, she, well, at the start of the song, she already set the mood by saying, you know, I walked through the door with you, the air was cold. And then another part of the song, she said, autumn leaves falling down like pieces into place. You know, it makes you feel that you are right there, watching it happen right before your eyes. Third is, I love it when she mentioned the scarf and the start and at the end of the song. So at the start of the song, you would like, oh yeah, there's a scarf. And at the end of the song, and you hear about the scarf again, and you would like, yeah, the scarf, the scarf is there in the drawer. It was there all along. And it's, it's a reminder of their relationship. I got chills when... She mentioned that at the end of the song. Fourth thing is that I loved how she talked about how vulnerable and sad she was in such a beautiful way. You know, I think it's still very challenging for a lot of people to share their thoughts and um, tell other people that they are sad and vulnerable. But Taylor wrote it in a really nice way, in a really beautiful way, um, on, on the part when she said, I'm a crumpled up piece of paper lying here is I remember it all too well. And also the part that says, time won't fly, it's like I'm paralyzed by it. I'd like to be my old self again, but I'm still trying to find it. I mean, she makes you feel that moment of weakness and frustration, and it makes your heart break for her. That's how good she wrote that part, even though she's really, yeah, she's really broken and sad. And last thing I love, uh, last thing is that I love when there are no repeating chords in the song. You know, it can be a mouthful because there are a lot of words into it, but it, it actually makes you not get tired of singing it. Um, I read an article um, earlier this week, and it talked about why All Too Well is Taylor Swift's best song. Um, it was written by Brianne Fleming. Um, we can link the entire article in the show notes and on Instagram. The title of the article is, This Storytelling Tip Explains Why All Too Well is Taylor Swift's Best Song. And it says here that one of the components that makes a story a great story is when you zoom in on the details. And you know, I think that's one of the things that we mentioned earlier, how she wrote every little detail of that, of that journey, of that relationship, and, you know, translated it into a song, into a part of the song. And I'm, I'm just going to quote this part. It says on the article, it's one thing to write a song about love or heartache, 
But the story escalates when the listener can envision the details, faces, places, objects, and everything in between. This is the entire premise of All Too Well. The title itself speaks to how Taylor remembers specific moments of their relationship all too well. I'm getting chills just by reading that. I mean, damn right. And now with the upcoming re-recording of all of her albums under her previous label, I'm excited. I'm actually excited because there is a possibility that we will hear the entire 10-minute version of All Too Well. Um, you're hearing this episode, well, this episode is uploaded April 4, and April 9, we're gonna have a party and hear finally the re-recording of the album Fearless. So I really cannot wait once she finishes the album Red. So I think that is it for today's episode. Um, I, I think I shared more than what I was planning to. And, you know, if you'd like to know more about Taylor Swift, I highly recommend you to watch her Netflix film called Miss Americana. There are a lot of personal stuff that she talked about in that film, you know, being involved in a harassment case and, you know, um, choosing to voice out a political opinion, you know, supporting the LGBT community. Yeah, and that's it for today's episode. I hope you really enjoyed this one. I loved uh, doing this episode because I, you know, I learned more about Taylor and, you know, I had a chance to talk about her. Thank you so much for joining us in this pilot episode. Please continue to support us. So follow us here on Spotify. I'm thinking of uploading this on YouTube as well, but I'm not really decided as of this moment yet. And soon uh, we're we'll be able to upload also in Apple Podcasts. We are on Instagram. You can reach out to us at MTTC Podcast. You can talk to us about your suggestions, your comments, and your feedback. And also send us an email. Um, that's more than two cents, 19. That's one nine at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for being here with us on the first episode. And see you next week. Bye for now. <laughs>